Hello everyone, this is Dovi Shapiro, and today I will be interviewing Rabbi Mendy Lizelle, Shliach and Youth Program Director in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, on the topic of Purim Ideas. I would like to thank our sponsors, Tzfasman Jewelers, The Smetana Group, and Machon Stam. Thank you for making the podcast available to all Shluchim. So let's get right to it. Okay, just to bring some more clarity over here also in another area, this event, is this the event that you do on Purim? Um, is, this your, is this connected to the, the, the Purim Suda that you do at night, um, your big Purim party, or is this a separate thing that's done on the day of Purim um, in the morning hours for the, um, just the carnival? So this is separate. This is not, is not a part of the we, – we have, like, you know, this year it will be much of Shabbos the first night, so that's a separate – we have much of Shabbos. We have one event, which we have a beginner reading, but that attracts a different, little bit of a different crowd. Our Hebrew school kids will not come to the to the Matzah Shabbos event. Generally, some of them some of them will, will, but majority will not. Um, it's more of a shul, shul and more intimate crowd comes to the Matzah Shabbos one. But you know, it's, it's have a nice crowd, Baruch Hashem. Um, and usually we have some food and music, etc. Like you know, more like buffet style food for Matzah Shabbos type of uh, um, of um, Purim, Purim um, you know night. And then this is more Sunday morning. Part of, part of Hebrew school, and then we have a soda, which would be sat, uh, Sunday Sunday afternoon, before, you know, for the, soda, mm-hmm. for the actual soda's form. Okay, next question is, you mentioned about Megillah reading, so you advertise, like, the, the time, meaning first Megillah reading, then Carnival, um, and how, does the, how do you run the Megillah reading? Okay, so um, Megillah reading, what we do is basically we, um, we have, uh, for us, usually 10.30 would be, would be um, the Megillah reading, um, and in order to get the kids and the, you know, we have a lot of kids, Baruch Hashem, with, you know, it's not just a, it's, not, it's a Hebrew school kid, but many other people, community join as well. We advertise to everybody. So the 1030, um, we do is we, um, to get the kids uh, listening quietly throughout the Megillah reading, we usually uh, show a video. Like, you know, there's a, there's a one, um, it's a cartoon of, 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 of the story of Purim. Um, I don't know, remember the name offhand, but it was a, I'm sure you can find that easily if you like, or, or email me. I'll, I'll be happy to, to, to. I believe you're referring to the Queen of Persia video by Shazak, Rabbi Moshe Moskowitz, um, who's actually my father-in-law. Yes, father-in-law? I believe that's the one. Yes, I think that's the mm-hmm. one. Um, so we show the video, and then what we do is we um, we we, we um, for the younger kids, like kindergarten, first grade, and um, I think even maybe second grade, or maybe also. We give them coloring, different coloring sheets that kids can color, like different sheets of the story of Purim. So during the while while we're reading Megillah, they can color, so it keeps them busy. They're not they're not uh, talking. And we also have for the middle age, we have different um, uh, word puzzles and different like you know different uh, you know uh, maze, mazes and word puzzles, etc. For like the middle age kids and the older kids, we try we tell them try to find as many. You know, hummans you can find. Listen, you hear. You, you hear the, 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 you know, so we have a list of how many hummans are on, on the Megillah, how many Mordechais, how many, um, like we do in camp, you know, how many Achashverosh uh, or whatever. So you try to, you give them different words and have to try to find those words and see how many times it, it, they, they, they can find it in the Megillah. Those are, those are um, some ideas, you know, to keep the kids quiet. We do is also, it works really, really well. Um, this probably is what works the best, you know, what really keeps the quick quiet, kids quiet. We do a raffle. But we don't, we found that, you know, kids Baruch Hashem these days have pretty much all the different tchotchkes and all the big toys and 
all the whatever you can you can think of the parents already gave them all you know the kids have all the iPads and such or whatever you know so they don't they don't they don't need the toys but parents don't give the kids so much cash so I found to give the kids eighteen dollars cash the kids are really excited about getting eighteen dollars cash a lot more than something that costs fifty dollars more they would rather have the actual cash so we raffle off eighteen dollars cash either one or two raffle you know winners. And throughout the Megillah reading during the Hebrew school, um, we have um, the teachers going around and handing out the tickets. I also try to put the teachers, you know, more or less sitting with the children. So they're sitting close to the children. That way, if someone does talk, they can right away, you know, stop them from talking. But giving out the raffle tickets is really, really the key. Um, and, and raffling up the $18, I think cash is the best prize for kids, More, a lot, a lot better than any toys you can think of. Um, also, we have during the McGillar reading, just to note as well, we have a these two different like a hand. It's like a, a cutout of like a, a foamish looking, the big hand like, and we have a green and a red one. So when the kids have to be quiet, we have the red hand. So the kids you put it up, you know, and then when they have the green hand, they can make a lot of noise for humming. So they have the old graggers and they make all the noise. And they, as soon as we turn the red, then they know that be quiet. That's also a very nice, uh, good way to keep the kids quiet during during. They know when they can make a noise and when they can be that be quiet. Um, so that's really helped with with um, with making the, you know keeping the kids quiet. That's we have we we have McGillery reading at ten thirty, and we have tried we we try we, we try to get it somebody who can read it you know McGillery fairly quick, not cross it out too much because the kids can't sit too long. So it's usually about ten thirty to eleven, and then we have a carnival from eleven to twelve. Okay, beautiful. I think what's um, what's great about this this idea of the of the Megillah reading is that it helps Shluchim in, in whatever they're doing, whatever event that they're doing for Purim, when they're reading the Megillah, the, these were great tips for how to keep the kids quiet. So thanks for sharing that. Um, going back to the to the carnival itself, how do you bring in the um, the four the four mitzvahs of Purim into the Purim carnival? So what we do is for the four mitzvahs, we actually make a passport, like a little paper, and they have they have to get checked off. They have to get a stamp on each def. We put the four mitzvahs on the passport, and have to get a stamp that they did each one. So they, they have, we have different booths. I usually have like a parent volunteer for those. Sometimes, you know, the older grades, but usually it's a parent. Um, and in general, just to note, with, with the, the carnival, I get a lot of parent volunteers. So I try to get not just the Hebrew school, like for the cotton candy mission and pop corn, et cetera, and, 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 and you know, uh, the, the parents who are selling, selling the tickets. You know, it's always good to get as many parents. The more parents you get involved, and these and any volunteer position, the closer they'll feel, and the, the more they feel part of your community. So it's always great to have. It's always a good thing to have parent volunteers. I'm just talking this is a general cloud, not to necessarily for them. Uh, right. It's always good to try to get parents to be part of your community. So when they volunteer, they feel like they're part of. It. It's not. They don't just go to Lubavitch. They are Lubavitch. You know what I mean? It's like a different, a different feeling. They feel they're part of you, not just they're not outside coming in and visiting and being part. You know, and, and, and participating. They're actually part of the event, so it's really good b'chalal to try to utilize volunteers. That's just a little bit of a side note. Um, so as far as the four the four mitzvahs goes, we do is um, so we, I'll have one booth that we buy a bunch of chalas. I get chalas cut up and they have to make a bracha, and they eat a piece of challah for the that's the, the, the mitzvah of 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 of, uh, of Purim. Um, so they get a check when they do that one. Then we get we have a bunch of pennies or whatever nickels. And the kids will take a penny or nickel or whatever and put it into the pushkas. They did, they did the second mitzvah. Um, then Megillah, obviously, we, you know, they hear Megillah. And then we have, like, I usually buy, two, like, a, a, a hamantash with uh, candy or something. 
and you have to take those two and they can do like you can do it two ways. Either they can give it to a friend on the spot, or you can do like an Instagram, which the per, the volunteer would call out, okay, Moshe Feivel, come get your Instagram, and they give their shliach to give them mishalach uh, which can be like a cook, you know, hamantash and a candy or something, whatever. So that way the kids are doing the four mitzvahs. And if they if they complete the passport and do the four mitzvahs, they they can come to me, or they actually they can just bring bring it straight to the to the prize store, and it's worth anything like you know five or ten uh, tickets. So it has a value of five, ten tickets by doing the four four mitzvahs. So they can use their their um, their passport as five tickets. That let's say let's say a prize costs twenty five tickets, so that's already ten tickets right there. And then they they, they earn the rest. You know, so they can buy. We have different prices for different tickets, and they can use that towards um, towards buying prizes at, at the prize store. On a side note, talking about the prize store, we also have Torah dollars we use in Hebrew school. I let the kids use their Torah dollars as well in the uh, during the carnival, so they can actually buy better prizes, you know, for worth more more Torah dollars or in, in tickets. Mm-hmm. Wow, there's just so many different layers that I could see why the carnival is very successful. I think I think um, the whole idea of, you, of of having tickets that the tickets don't cost so much, um, that there's prizes at the end, all of these layers make it uh, make it make it very fun and, and exciting. Um, and uh, w- w- another question that I want to ask, another practical question: What other food do you have? Um, do, when it comes, so you have, you say you have, you, you'll have hot dogs. Um, so I guess you have a hot dog and bun, which they could, which they could get, and then they have popcorn and cotton candy. Do you have more foods, other foods than that, or drinks? It's more, yeah. We have. It's basically, just, it's a hot. It's a, I, mean, I, I usually I put out like uh, um, free hamantashen. I just put it out and I say, well, everyone's free hamantashen. You know, come take as many as you want. And then they want to buy. They can buy um, hot dogs. They can buy uh, cotton candy, popcorn, and drinks. That, it's not. It's not a whole sit-down meal. So it's a fun. It's a fun. You know, right. it's more of a carnival style. Then obviously, you know, we have the soda, which is nice. That's a that, that's a real sit-down. You know, a nice, more uh, elegant meal. I think it's great the fact that most events that that we do at it, there's, there's always a deficit. Like you, you definitely need sponsors in order to cover it with the entertainment and all the other things that you're doing here. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a great event. It's fun for the kids. And at the end, um, it, even if it just covers itself, um, I think that's uh, yeah. I think it definitely in, covers. In it that definitely, sense it should well. definitely cover itself. You think about it. Every ticket costs 25 cents, and then you, you're charging for the food and everything else. It usually covers itself. Which is you know uh, which is very nice. So you're not, you're not making money, but the idea is not we're not we're not we're not looking to make money. We're looking just to cover the expense, and you know more or less. Not, I don't know a whole hundred percent, but definitely more or less covering the expense. Maybe make a little bit, lose a little, whatever. But the idea is you're getting a lot of first of all you're getting all the everyone to do the mitzvah here, McGill and everything else. But in addition to that, you're also getting a lot of new people who, who you know to the event, and it's really really beautiful. Um, it's a great it's great it's a great great program for the whole community. Another question that I have is that um, it's always great when a program feeds into another program. Like if this, if this um, carnival could feed into your Hebrew school or your summer camp, and I'm curious, do you do something specific where you make an announcement about it or there's a giveaway, um, or is it just the event itself that being part of that, you know, leads into those things? So if, for the poor, it's really a stand, a stand its own program. It's not, it's, you know, obviously the idea is to, you know, we love to, a lot of new people come in, you know, a, a decent amount. I don't say a lot, but at least, you know, we have some, some, some new people come in, and the more times they come into the, the more times they come into the Chabad house, the more likely they are to join a different program as well. They feel comfortable. They see it's not scary. There's so many, you know, many other people they know who come here or they don't know, you know, they feel ready just 
bring any 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 time you can get somebody into it through the door, that's another. It's a, it's a step closer to joining one of the other programs. Be camp, Hebrew school, adult classes, show whatever. They already feel have and they have a sort of connection already. Um, I, what I do is it's not really part of the carnival, but another idea I'm, I, I did last year and worked really really well. And this is more a feeder. Um, before Purim, I did the week before, I did it last year. The week, the week before Purim, we have a big hamantash bake um, for our Hebrew school, and I do it the same day. I do a, a bring a friend day, so kids, um, we encourage that we we email and send flyers out to all. And I go through all the classes. I talk, talk to the kids and I tell the kids, bring your friends to the hamantash bake, and it's a fun program. And we do is we actually we we raffle off uh, either they can buy uh, they, they have. Um, a, uh, a drone. We got like a nice drone, or, or they, they can choose between a drone or um, I, I don't know the name of this. It's like it's a wing. It's a wing. Um, something like a wing. Uh, it's a cool. It's a newer newer thing out there. It's a wing bike, like a scooter. It's a wing scooter. Like they sort of push it together, whatever. So they can choose between the wing scooter or between the uh, drone. They have, and what happens is they, the children, bring in their friends, and the and the friends that come to Hebrew school, both of them go into a raffle for these big prizes. Everybody who brings a friend and them, they both go into a raffle, and then we choose a winner. So that is a great incentive I found. Um, that's, you know, a, the big hamantash bake, which is fun for the kids and the family. I also invite the parents as well to the hamantash bake, parents, grandparents, and, and we have the bring a friend day. What's really nice is that actually I found brought when kids, and the kids spend the whole, they don't just come for the hamantash bake, they come for the whole Hebrew school class. And I, ha, I have many, uh, a, quite a, you know, a decent amount of families that, tried out the Hebrew school for that one week, and they had a great time, and they end up, you know, signing up for Hebrew school, which is, which is that was a great feeder into Hebrew school um, to get, the, you know, bring, get, and it's definitely, even you get a $100 prize or $200 prize, once one, even if, we, even, even if one kid signs up for Hebrew school, you pay yourself back, you know, pay to cover the cost many, uh, you know, at least two, 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 three times over, so it's definitely a very worthwhile um, thing to do before mm-hmm. confirm. Um, another question that I have is: you, you mentioned about the, you know coming dressed in, in in costume. Do you do a do you do a contest like who, um, where you so, give a prize to, to the best uh, costume? Great question. So much of Shabbos, like this year, will be much of Shabbos. So the night the night, the night of Purim, the night, you know, um, we do is we we do have all the kids, and we do we I break up by you know, by age. I'll say like you know. Um, zero to three-year-olds, three, four-year-olds, or whatever, and then five to seven-year-olds, and then you know eight, eight to thirteen-year-olds, fourteen-year-olds, whatever. And I call each group up at a, at a time onto the stage, and they can all show show off their costume. I years ago I used to do like you know choose a winner, but you know it's not. I felt it wasn't fair, and all the kids all the kids worked hard and you know getting dressed up and whatever. So I I give a prize to everybody. Everybody gets dressed up, gets a prize. On on this is you know. Uh, this year will be much of Shabbos. Um, on Sunday morning for the Hebrew school, I, everybody as well gets tickets. I give I give them tickets, uh, two or three tickets for get, coming dressed up as well. But I don't, I don't I don't choose a winner. I but I do get like you know much of Shabbos. All the kids that come up and they all show off their costumes and I get a big, big round of applause. And I introduce each kid. I say you know what are you dressed up as? And they say I'm, I'm you know I'm Mordechai, I'm Esther, or whatever. And they say you know what they're dressed up as, whatever they want to dress up, you know. So they get to yeah. themselves to the to the to the to the crowd, which is nice. No, and I think I think that's actually a very good good way to go because I know a lot of shluchim struggle with this idea of 
you know, if she, you know, how, how do you do it in a way where other kids don't get offended and someone leaves upset and, right. um, uh, and, then, anyone, and then you have, anyone, to have a panel of judges. It's always complicated. Like, this is simple. They come, they get just dressed up, they, they come up, they're excited, the, the, fa- the parents are excited, they take pictures, and they get their prize, and everyone's happy. Exactly. So. Yeah, I agree with that. Because I found that kids, you know, other kids get upset when one kid wins. They didn't win. They, try, they both try. It's hard to choose one kid over the other. Here, everybody walks away, and everyone's happy. Everyone had a great time. It's all, you know, it's all, it's all, it's all in the good spirit of Purim. Are there any last thoughts that you would like to share with Shluchim on this topic of uh, running a successful Purim carnival? Um, as far as the carnival goes, you know, uh, we have brought some a larger Hebrew school, but I think it can work for even even the Chabad, Chabad house that have smaller Hebrew schools. Um, you know, even if you have a team program, they would, they would love to run it, even get parent volunteers. So it can work with, with, with even small, with, with lots smaller groups, and I think there will be a very nice opportunity for everyone to have a very, you know, a fun it's a fun, to, it's, you know, it's once a year. It's fun. It's a meaningful, um, you know, great Purim thing. As mentioned earlier, if you want to add in the fish, I think that that's always always a big hit by us in the carnival. But um, yeah, that's basically it. <clears throat> Thank you, Rabbi Lazel, for sharing with Shlokim about your Hatzlacha unique approach to a successful Purim carnival. We really appreciate your time. Thank, my, it's, it's my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for doing this for the Shluchim and making the podcast for the Shluchim and. Um, it's a big, it's a very big schus, uh, you know, for you to to to, to helping out all the older shluchim around the world to share ideas, because that's how everyone can grow and, and get better and, and you know and what they do, what what we all do. This is Dovi Shapiro, and I would like to thank all the shluchim that continue to give feedback for who to interview for the next podcast, which shluchim have success in a specific area. So if you know a shliach that has success in a specific area, please email me the name of the shliach, and what they do. This way I can interview them, and it could be the next podcast. For all previous podcasts, go to shluchimpodcast.com. It's simple. You create an account. You get approved, um, and you get an email that says that you are approved to have access to the podcast, uh, to, to, to the website, and you can listen to all previous podcasts. Make it a great week.